Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of chronic lymphocytic leukemia, or CLL, found under the oncology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 70-year-old Caucasian man sees his primary care physician for his annual physical and labs. He has no complaints, and his physical exam is normal. His only medical problems are hypertension, which is managed with medication, and hyperlipidemia, controlled with diet. A few days later, his physician is concerned, noting that his white blood cell count is 30,000, with 90% lymphocytes. Peripheral blood smear demonstrates smudge cells. He calls the patient in for further testing. Let's continue with an introduction to chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Remember that this refers to clonal proliferation of incompetent B cells. In terms of the epidemiology, this is typically seen after 60 years of age. It is the most common form of leukemia in adults in Western countries, and it is more common in Caucasian males. Many are diagnosed incidentally with markedly elevated white blood cells. There is typically insidious onset of symptoms, which present chronically rather than acutely, and conditions that are associated include warm autoimmune hemolytic anemia with IgG. Moving on to the presentation. Many patients are asymptomatic at presentation, but the most common symptom is fatigue. There may also be recurring infections. On exam, one may note painful lymphadenopathy. Remember that this is called small lymphocytic lymphoma when there is a high degree of lymph node involvement and fewer cells in circulation. One may also note hepatosplenomegaly. In terms of the evaluation, the most accurate test is flow cytometry, which may demonstrate CD5, CD19, CD20, and CD23 positive B cells. Peripheral blood smear may demonstrate smudge cells, which are a hallmark. This is an artifact of the lab from a cover slip crushing the nucleus. In terms of the differential diagnosis, make sure to think about AIHA, mantle cell lymphoma, ALL, and hairy cell lymphoma. With regards to treatment, remember that treatment is only for symptomatic patients or those with rapid progression. One option is fludarabine. This is first-line management. Another option is ibrutinib. This is targeted against Bruton's tyrosine kinase. Another medication is alemtuzumab. This is an antibody directed against CD52. And a final option is rituximab. This is an antibody directed against CD20 but remember that the only curative therapy is allogeneic stem cell transplant. In terms of the prognosis, remember that most patients will live 5 to 10 years after the diagnosis. However, some may die rapidly within 2 to 3 years. And lastly, complications related to chronic lymphocytic leukemia include Richter syndrome or transformation. This is transformation of the CLL into an aggressive large B-cell lymphoma. This may occur in 3-10% to of cases. It presents with weight loss, fevers, night sweats, cachexia, and lymphadenopathy. Remember that this has a poor prognosis. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to chronic lymphocytic leukemia, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 67-year-old man presents to his primary care provider reporting several months of generalized fatigue that does not improve with rest. Additionally, he has noted that he has lost 10 pounds in the past three months, 
which he attributes to being too tired to finish his meals. The patient has otherwise been healthy and takes no medications aside from a daily multivitamin. He does not report any sleep irregularities, and his wife has told him that she does not notice any snoring or apnea. He does not report any other symptoms or recent infections, and has not noticed any fevers at home. On exam, the patient is thin and appears as stated age. His temperature is 100.2 degrees Fahrenheit, or 37.9 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 116 over 76. Pulse is 72 beats per minute and respirations are 12 breaths per minute. Lymph node exam is notable for symmetrically enlarged axillary lymph nodes bilaterally. His abdomen is soft and non-tender, with no palpable masses. On his labs, his hemoglobin is 12.0, and his leukocyte count is 24,000. A peripheral blood smear is obtained, which demonstrates much cells. Which of the following is likely characteristic of this patient's disease? And the answer choices are, choice one, CD15 and CD30 positive. Choice 2, CD5 and CD20 positive. Choice 3, M-spike on serum protein electrophoresis. Choice 4, tartrate-resistant acid phosphatase positive. Or choice 5, terminal deoxynucleotidal transferase and CD10 positive. The best answer to this question is choice 2, CD5 and CD20 positive. This elderly patient with weight loss, fatigue, lymphadenopathy, and leukocytosis with a blood smear demonstrating smudge cells likely has chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is often a CD5 and CD20 positive B cell neoplasm. Leukemias are blood cell neoplasms that involve unregulated white blood cell proliferation leading to decreased production of other cell lines, such as red blood cells and platelets. In chronic lymphocytic leukemia, B-cell lymphocytes build up in the bone marrow, lymph nodes, and blood, which leads to poor white cell functioning and increased infections. In CLL, a peripheral blood smear demonstrates damaged cells known as smudge cells, which are due to the fragility of cancer cells in the process of preparing them onto a glass slide. When CLL proliferates in the lymph nodes without cancer cells found in the blood, this is known as small lymphocytic lymphoma. CLL is positive for CD5 and CD20. CD20 is a surface antigen present on B cells beginning at the pro-B phase. While CD5 is typically a T-cell marker, it is found in B-cell malignancies of both CLL and mantle cell lymphoma. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. CD15 and CD30 positive cells are Reed-Sternberg cells that are found in Hodgkin disease. These appear as binucleate owl eyes. The smudge cells shown on this smear are not characteristic of this disease. Choice 3. An M-spike on serum protein electrophoresis is characteristic of excess myeloma protein produced in multiple myeloma. This patient does not demonstrate plasma cells or relow formation on the smear, which may be found in multiple myeloma. Choice 4. Tartrate-resistant acid phosphatase positive staining is seen in hairy cell leukemia. This is a B-cell tumor in elderly adults where cells have hairy projections on blood smear. Choice 5. Terminal deoxynucleotidal transferase in CD10-positive cells are seen in acute lymphoblastic leukemia and lymphoma. TDT is an enzyme expressed in pre-B and pre-T cells, and CD10 is a marker in pre-B cells.
Finally, a bullet summary. Chronic lymphocytic leukemia is a CD5 and CD20 positive B-cell tumor with smudge cells seen on blood smear. That's all for this review about chronic lymphocytic leukemia. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.